Hi, once again, I am Sanjana Ganeshan and you are listening to the ICC Review. This is a regular cricket podcast where we run through the greatest in cricket with the biggest names in the sport. On this episode, recorded on the 16th of May 2023, I am joined by former player and India coach Ravi Shastri to discuss all things IPL and World Test Championship final. Hi Ravi, it's fantastic to have you back on the ICC Review. What's been new in your world? It's been a while since we recorded one of these. Well, it's been uh, hectic. After the bilateral series got over, it's been uh, non-stop cricket with the IPL. But uh, otherwise, it's good. In a way, it's good because you're seeing a lot of the players who are going to play in that World Test Championship being part of the IPL. You know, a lot of the Australian players have opted to rest before the uh, World Test Championship, but a lot of the Indian players are playing. So you can see current form, uh, which is important. You know, going into that uh, World Test Championship because match fitness is also the key. You know, it's off season in a lot of other places in the world. So you know, cricket happening is good. The IPL is exactly what we want to uh, start with. Uh, has there been a young standout player who's caught your attention through the course of this IPL edition? Oh, no question. In fact, there are a few, Sanjana. There are a few and there are a lot of left-handers. I don't know where they've come out from. You know, which closet have they come out from? But the bloke who really catches uh, the eye, I think two of them. One is Jaiswal, simply because of the way he's played Yashashvi uh, this season. And for me, is the marked improvement from what I saw him last year for me, uh, is a, a very, very positive sign. Shows that there's a young guy prepared to, uh, you know, work on his game, you know, sort out things, get a more all-round game uh, into play. And he's done that this season. You know, just the power with which he's hitting his shots, just the pockets he's hitting around the ground as opposed to last year is very good. And uh, the other bloke is Rinku Singh, you know, which is a great story. The more I see of him, that guy has got a fabulous temperament. You know, it's uh, he, he's tough as nails. Both these guys have come through very hard backgrounds. You know, they've, they've worked very hard initially in their lives. And uh, nothing's come easy for them. So you can see that hunger, that passion, that drive that is uh, so needed to make it to the top. We're looking ahead to the World Test Championship. But after that, there's the Cricket World Cup. Uh, you named Yashasvi Jaiswal and Rinku Singh. Are there any other players who you see that might stand to have a chance to sneak into that India squad uh, for the World Cup? Yes, I think um, it's more the batters than anyone else. I can't see anyone uh, in the bowling department really threatening. That's why it's important we get our key bowlers back. You know, someone like Jaspreet has to come back into the mix. You know, as far as batting goes, there's immense talent. There's Tilak Varma there. You know, there's uh, Jitesh Sharma there, you know, from uh, Punjab. He's a wicketkeeper batsman, you know, who's pretty dangerous. He, he, he stood out. So, you know, there are, uh, there's even uh, Sai Sudarshan, a left-hander. But I would put Tilak Varma. I would put Jaiswal. I'd put Rinku Singh. You know, our candidates who can really push through along with Ruturaj Gaikwad, you know, who's been around for a while. But uh, these are the four, I think, who can uh, push for selection depending on uh, their form closer to the World Cup and depending on injuries. If there are injuries to any key players, then these guys can come straight away into the mix. I mean, I, I'm taking Shubman Gill and all these guys for granted. It means that they're already there. But the new names, I would say Tilak, Rinku and 
yashashvi and speaking of batters the star for india in the 2019 edition was undoubtedly rohit sharma more recently his form has been something of a worry how do you think he can rediscover his touch i think he'll be fine i think uh, to be honest uh, for me from the outside it looks as if there's mental fatigue there so i think after the world test championship if he gets a break where he can really work on his uh, on his uh, physical shape i think it will do wonders you know if he gets a break for a while straight after the world test championship for a month month and a half while he gets into serious training going ahead for the world cup i think he'll be absolutely fine because you know what i feel now it's everything is there he's playing great shots but you know when you're tired mentally that concentration that wanting to stay even not allowing that green man to come in that makes you play shots out of context will not happen you know you'll be a lot calmer you'll be a lot more selective and you'll be more like the rohit sharma we know i think he'll be fine he gets a little break after the world test champ another big indian name who's been having a solid run this ipl has been mahendra singh dhoni do you see him one playing another year and what is keeping him going i think only he can answer that uh, sanjana because uh, you know he knows how good his knee is how bad his knee is it's not easy you know by the by the look of things you know every year it gets tougher and knowing ms over the years he's not the kind who will hang around just for accolades or just for just for the sake of it you know if he feels the time is up it's up i don't think he'll ever want to play as just an impact player for what he's done over the years you know if he if he's there in the side he would want to be the captain and he would want to contribute you know major so uh, you'll have to wait and see this next week will tell you will give you a very clear picture and uh, how impressed have you been with ajinkya rahane from the super kings Oh, fabulous! You know, it just goes to show when you go through the grind, you go back to domestic cricket, and he's not the only one, Sanjana. You, you've had uh, Puji. You know, Cheteshwar Pujara went through the the same thing. You know, when he was not in the side, he he went away, played domestic cricket, and now they'll put a statue of his outside the uh, uh, outside that Sussex cricket ground in Hove or you know Eastbourne or wherever you know they're playing because the number of runs he's getting there is uh, unreal. you know it's uh, you go back to ranji days you know even i don't think even ranji got that many runs playing for sussex so he's done well and uh, ajinkya shows in his form you know when you when you the, the way he's timed the ball the way uh, he's looking at t20 cricket it's in a different perspective he's not looking at the number of runs he's looking at the number of balls he's playing as against that what is his strike rate with those number of balls he's played which is good and which augurs well you know he's earned this place in that world test championship side now you'll have to see closer to the event what the final level will be in a few weeks from now we've got uh, the second world test championship final knocking on our door uh, you were very kind to name your 11 from uh, the indian and australian sides combined could you walk us through your choices explain why these players have made it to your 11 yes uh, i would say first of all captaincy i would give it to rohit because he's much more experienced than pat you know he's he's been around these captain sides uh, for a long time if steve smith was captain of australia then maybe a different story but since it's pat cummins and rohit sharma rohit wins it plus as a captain you're a certainty in the 11 so he opens the batting tight one between usman khwaja and shubman gill shubman is the rising young star he's the he's a terrific player but usman khwaja just by current form the number of runs he's got over the last couple of years i think he He, he gets in there number 3 is a no brainer you know manas has been outstanding 
in test match cricket you know he averages close to 60 he, so he he gets in there straight away kohli at 4 for just what he's done over the years smith at 5 again for what he's done over the years and uh, you know the kind of quality they bring to the table number 6 i get in jadeja because i believe he's the best all rounder at the moment he is the one of the best all rounders in the world we know there's ben stokes but you know ben has had problems with his fitness but jadeja comes in there and gives a lot of balance you know to that side the reason uh, why i pick nathan lyon uh, ahead of ashwin is because of uh, nathan's overseas record not just in australia outside australia and uh, probably stronger you know to bowl those overs in england if needed so he 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 comes in with jadeja as the second spinner jadeja modi all rounder and the spinner lion the spinner and then the keeper i would go for alex carey because he's more experienced than uh, any one of the guys we have you know like uh, whether it's bharat or you know whoever else is uh, in the side the ishan kishan so carey comes in there comments of course for me he's a he's a top class operator so he makes that uh, fast bowling mohammad shami is like vintage you know he's just getting better and better as we're seeing in this ipl and stronger so he 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 comes in there and then it was a a, a tough one between uh, hazelwood stark there's cameron green also there but i preferred jadeja because you get a better balance you get two spinners three fast bowlers out and out fast bowlers and uh, i would take stark because of pace and variety being the left armer so you know there's variety there so that would be my 11 and it's hard you know because you know ashwin's world class you know you've got hazelwood world class there you know so you you've got pujara there who could be threatening so it's not easy impressive team and that really would be the one team to beat but uh, for this next set of questions we'd like you to imagine that the world test championship final was going to be played the oval with even conditions for uh, bat and ball how many spinners do you see india playing I think it goes a lot with the weather in England. You know, I, I believe it's uh, it's sunny now at the moment, but you know English weather how it can change in the month of June. If all conditions stay normal, oval, then this would be my combination. But you got to have the quality mm-hmm. to be able to put that those guys out on the park. As far as Australia concerned, it's a no-brainer. They'll go with one spinner, Cameron Green, the all-rounder, three fast bowlers. As far as India is concerned, therein lies the problem on fitness of the fast bowlers. and how much have they played you know where you would want to go with your five mm-hmm. best bowlers so there's a very good chance india will go mm-hmm. with two spinners and two fast bowlers and an all-rounder so that's that will be the combination and and uh, there'll be five batsmen and the uh, wicketkeeper six batsmen all right so then um talking about that pace unit uh, siraj and shami are kind of nailed in as india's first two choice pacers but then who plays that third role or if at all you'd like to see four pacers who makes the cut yes uh, that, that's where that's where you have to see current form you know and the track if the track is hard dry you would want two spinners to play for sure so you know then you have to see you know who is your keeper so then uh, the choice is do you want an all rounder there someone like shardul or you want to fa- a fast bowler like umesh yadav in in the mix there so you have to see the form of both now india did very well in england last time round because you had uh, bumrah you had shami you had uh, shardul thakur and you had mohammad siraj so you had four fast bowlers one being an all rounder there shardul and you had 
the spin of jadu okay and then you played the rest were all batsmen so you know that combination is a very good combination in england especially from india's point of view it allows someone like rohit sharma to control the game far better you know to at times in england you need to slow it down as well and suddenly it can get overcast so you've got horses for courses you've got all bases covered but then if the quality is not good in your fast bowling attack if you think the guys are older they are not as quick as they used to be the form is a little doubtful then you play that second spinner because ashwin is quality as is jadeja then you have to see what is the best combination to get 20 wickets that's the key which combination will give you 20 is what you have to think nothing else india will miss bumrah there's absolutely no question about that when you play australia bumrah is a must because his record against australia is unreal in australia in particular when india won the two series in australia back to back his performance was outstanding the pressure he kept on the australian batsmen was immense it allowed the others to work around him as well a few big names are missing kl rahul will be missed dearly as well um, and now for keeping wickets who would be your first choice between ishan kishan and ts bharat three that that's another tight one now if two spinners are playing then you would want uh, bharat to play you know because bharat uh, you have to see who's a better keeper it's bharat or ishan kishan now the fact that bharat was given a run against australia where he played all the test matches i think uh, you know he would be the obvious choice to go with you know i think ishan kishan played in one test but most of the test uh, bharat played in that will be the it, it there's not much there it's not that one guy is far better than the other batting will also come into play you know whether you want ishan kishan's batting to show up the middle order you know that that's another thing you'll uh, you know take into uh, perspective are you going to go with four fast bowlers then you know then there's not much of spin you just need someone you know decent behind the stumps to you know do the job so that's that you know you would leave to team management on the just before the game they would weigh in just these little things that i've just said and obviously look at current form when india beat england uh, back in 2021 at the oval you were coach of the national side what did india do right in those conditions at that point of time and do you think there are any lessons that they can bring into this final i think uh, the batting was fa- fabulous you know especially uh, after england had taken the lead for the way rahul and rohit applied themselves see application the, is the key in english conditions as opposed to australia india you know you need to apply yourself everywhere but in england in particular the leaving game becomes very important and i thought our openers were fabulous in that uh, series you know at lords where the conditions were you know it helped a lot it was overcast same with the oval when we went to bat second time round behind i thought that opening partnership between rahul and uh, uh, and rohit sharma was fabulous you know the discipline you know the patience you know that is needed to counter english conditions is uh, the need of the hour and that's what both these uh, players did they left the ball beautifully you know and for rohit who's a natural stroke player to adapt in that fashion i thought that was the best of rohit sharma i have seen as an opening batsman it was pure quality and it started before that it started at lords got even better at headingly where he played the waiting game and then it ended up with him getting 100 at the oval you know which was fabulous so that set the tone and then of course i thought depth in bowling helped that spell from bumrah at the oval that broke the back of england i mean from nowhere after lunch it's it's if, if you go down memory lane some of the best spells you've seen in england 
in the last 10 years that will rank in the top three or four. You know, where you just break the opposition in a matter of half an hour, 40 minutes. Boom, 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 as he's called. That's exactly what happened, uh, you know, after lunch at the Oval. It was boom, 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 game over. Shardul Thakur. Now, this is where I'm coming, where he becomes important. People forget, they look at Rohit's 100, they look at Jaspreet's wickets. They forget Shardul Thakur, who got 250s in that game, who bailed India out of trouble in both the innings and then got one or two crucial wickets in that second innings. Now, that role becomes very important. You know, where you have a pure bowler, instead of that, you miss out on those 50. Game over in three days. You know, that, that's where the balance comes into play. A lot of the Indian members um, from World Test Championship squad, like you mentioned earlier, are playing the IPL, have been playing for the last one and a half months. Um, but only four Australians have been a part of this IPL. The rest have been back home preparing for a long season in England. In terms of preparation, think Australia has a slight edge over India? I wouldn't say too much of an edge, apart from the mm. fact they've got rest. The key fast bowlers have got rest, so they'll, they'll, they'll come out really fresh. But, you know, I believe India have got the match practice, you know, and the fact that they will be going, they will have about two weeks in England to prepare. I think they'll be much better prepared this time around for the World Test Championship as opposed to the last time. And the reason I say it, the last time around, India were 14 days in quarantine in India, then 14 days in quarantine in England. And they started practicing after the first lot of seven in England. So, you know, 21 days you were in quarantine. You start practicing after those seven days and then straight away you go into a World Test Championship. You know, where as the opposition you're playing against, uh, which was New Zealand, were already in the middle of a three test match series in England, which they won. So, you know, there was no comparison there as to who was better prepared last time around. You know, it's no, uh, I mean, we're not giving any excuses here. India could have still drawn or won it because, you know, they, they got off to a great start in that World Test Championship. But this time around, I think both teams will be prepared because Australia has not played much of international cricket in the last two, three months. You know, India has not played, but a lot of all the Indian players are involved in the IPL. You know, and the one who's not involved in the IPL is playing for Sussex, which is Pujara. So, you know, they, you, you've got, I don't think it will make that much of a difference this time around. It's, uh, you know, who throws the first punch that will count. You know, India-Australian contests are pretty close and tight. Indian team is confident when they play Australia, you know, as opposed to a lot of other teams, wherever they play because of their record against Australia. You know, they've beaten Australia twice in Australia. So that brings back fond memories. So they know that if they start well, they've got the batting lineup and the ammunition with Kohli, with Kujara, with Rahane now back there, the openers at the top, Shubban doing well, you know, to pile some runs. And if they get 300 plus on the board, then I think uh, pressure can be put on Australia, big time. You spoke about match practice. What do you make of the fact that neither teams are going to play a warm-up match ahead of the WTC final? Um, is intra-squad simulation match practice enough? I think with the amount of cricket they played now in the IPL and uh, things of that sort, I think it's enough. You know, sometimes uh, that practice match is overrated, you know, because, uh, you know, you really want your key guys to get enough that match simulation kind of thing, you know, to, to be in there. And plus, it's a one-off match. You know, all these guys know each other extremely well. They played a lot. A lot of them would have played against each other in IPL cricket as well. So the matchups are not such that something that is new. No one's going to throw anything new or something, anything from the left. I think the key for Australia, which gives Australia a big advantage, is Cameron Green and the form he's in. He's playing the IPL. That guy is getting better and better by the day. 
and he's going to be a star for Australia. I have absolutely no doubt in my mind in the future. You know, he's got all the makings of a terrific all-rounder, proper. He's a proper batsman who can bat anywhere in the top six, you know, across formats, and he can be handy with the ball. It's just that a little more exposure and confidence, you know, performance-wise, and he'll be the real deal. And more recently, uh, things have been getting very exciting on the MRF Tires ICC rankings. India were named the number one test side. <clears throat> they pipped Australia. Uh, do you think that that will add an element of competition to this WTC final? Not really. Not really. You know, I think when it comes to a one-off final, I think it's uh, how good you are over those five days. You know, how good you are, how good you, how well you start off, extremely important. You know, you don't want to be in a one-off match be blown over over the first day and a half. You know, either get hammered in the field or you get an opportunity to bat and you, you're bowled out by tea time or something like that, you know, or bowled out on day one. You don't want that to happen. But if you get into the contest where you have a good first day, you know, then, then there's nothing. I mean, all this one and two and three won't count at all. It'll be day by day, session by session, that'll matter. And from your knowledge and experience, uh, do you know of any coaches or players that keep a close eye on these rankings? Anybody that comes to mind in particular? As long as my team was in the top three and competing against the best in the world, it mattered a lot to mm -hmm. me. Yes, to be in that top two or three was extremely important. You know, so you looked at the rankings. You, if you knew you were four or five, then, uh, you know, that upsets you because your team deserves to be in the top two or three, or that's what you strive or play for. So every coach, no matter who he is, wants his team to be in that top two or three. Like it was my endeavor when I took over as coach of India, when we were seven, six, six, or seven, six, five, to bring it into that top two or three. You know, that it was a desire to get it into that ICC rankings, into the top two or three. And as a coach, I'm proud that my team was number one for five years on the ICC rankings. So, you know, no one can take that away. So, it's important and coaches do keep a fair track of that. And that's happened again. India is uh, number one in S cricket. India is number one in T20 international cricket and a few rating points away from uh, that one-day international top spot. What do you attribute this rise to? I think it's uh, it's the, the way they've played over the last five, six years. You know, it doesn't happen overnight. There'll be again a period where you'll have to rebuild where you might again, you know, slip off, you know, the top rankings, go down and again rebuild and come back in. But it's a, a tribute to their consistency, their fitness, you know, the way they've worked over the last five, six years to now be hungry and proud of wanting to belong there in that top two. They know they are, and it's the quality of players. See, you know, if you look at these players, a lot of these players are at their pride when you look at uh, the Indian test side. You know, they're experienced, they're at that age where they're battle-hardened, they've travelled around the world, they know what Test cricket is all about, they know what one-day cricket is all about, they know what T20 cricket is all about. And the mix is with experienced players and youth. You know, there's youth filtering in, especially in the, the white ball formats of the game. But as a nucleus in Test match cricket, there's tons of experience. So that's what makes the difference. You know, when you have that, you'll, you'll see sides that make it to the top two, three, oh, as history will tell you, they remain there for three, four years. Then the dip. So the, similarly with India, the hard thing is to reach there. And then with experience and exposure, and as you grow older, you get better and better, you know, with time. And if you look at that 
the nucleus of the team hasn't changed much across all three formats. Seven, eight players are pretty much the same. That makes a big difference. So you attribute that when you have seven, eight players consistently playing across all formats in whatever team they're playing for, T20, 50 over this, it makes all the difference. As opposed to suddenly five new changes, six new changes, which will happen in the future. There will be ups and downs, but you absolutely cannot take away from the fact that this rise started um, under when you were coach of the national side. Will you be always proud of where Indian cricket has got to at this point and where they'll take off to from here? Absolutely. Because, you know, I, I, I kept telling the players even in meeting after meeting, you've got to be a parrot at some time. It's the worst job of a coach, Sanjana, is to be a parrot. You know, it means every day you'll repeat the same thing and sometimes you think these guys will kick you out of the door a moment you you know, leave the room, they must be cursing you for just repeating the same thing again and again. But that's your job, you know. And for me, I can only take away memories as a coach. And I'll tell you, I, you don't know how proud I am of those boys, the way they played. You know, whether it was South Africa, whether it was this thing, we took the pitch out of the equation, just went and played cricket. You know, it's the same thing for both sides. How do you take 20 wickets in test cricket to win a game? When it came to white ball cricket, how do you counter whatever is there to beat opposition? And when they look at the, you know, five, six years, I mean, till today, even today, you know, even in Rahul's tenure, they should be proud of what they've done. It's, it's uh, unbelievable stuff. You know, the kind of cricket they've played across the globe, across formats, it's fabulous. And for me to be part of that journey, you know, obviously makes me feel very proud. Thank you so much for listening to the ICC Review. Be sure to follow all of ICC's social media handles for all the latest updates and scoop from the world of cricket. And also do not forget to subscribe to this podcast via your favourite podcast platform.